David Walker joins us for Fun Fridays. We discuss more trade rumors. We live the hive life. It's all coming up today on the Locked On Hornets podcast. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. We're reminding you that you can catch us anywhere you get your podcasts, and you can watch us on video via YouTube, where the subscribers, they're really growing. We're going to get to 1,000 in no time, and we're going to have to look ridiculous again in like two weeks' time based off of it's the crazy. pace. It's crazy. It really is. It's insane how fast the subscriber numbers are going up. You... You people, you people love to see us embarrass ourselves. Maybe we can get David in on that as well. Maybe we can get some face paint sent to him. Let's do it on a Friday. Yeah. It is fun Friday. Like that would be a lot of fun for all of us to join in. And that includes you, David. We appreciate you hopping on, even though we just kind of signed you up for something you probably don't want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care. I'm in, guys. I love so, being back. So that's good. He's in. If we get 1,000 subscribers, we take the most expensive, rare pair of shoes that David owns, <laughs> oh, and we no, paint them teal. What? Well, actually, that's not. a good question. What I is the most expensive, rare pair of Jordans that you own? Uh... I don't know. Everything the price is out of whack these days, dog. That's I still fine, got a but pair. What's the rarest? What's the rare, what's the pair. one you think would come in? We don't have to talk about money. We don't have to talk about price because I know people are a little shy about well, that. Well, I've got a pair from ninety four. The first time they retro the threes, Walker. Shout out to Walker. Yeah, absolutely. Uh and they're falling apart. They're like sticky. So those are probably pretty rare just because they're so old. So let's okay. paint them. Mm. <laughs> I don't the, touch them. I don't even look at them. <laughs> <laughs> looking at them is going to maybe get them dirty, and we don't want that yeah. to happen. No, looking at them will cause them to literally uh, evaporate. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever uh, – people don't do the shoes and, and keep them in the box thing, right, where, like, they don't ever wear – do people do that? Like, I'm sure oh, yeah. there are some collectors. Are, do you have a pair like that, or have you worn basically every Oh, I try and wear all of them. There are yeah. some that I have not gotten to yet, but, yeah. No, I try and wear all of them, but there's plenty of people that just keep them in the box for some reason. All right, I, now I know the show has kind of gone derailed, but I'm interested in your shoe collection now. Is there yeah, a pair good. of is there a pair of shoes that you're waiting for like one special occasion and then you're going to bring it out? Do you have plans for one pair? There's some that I just haven't gotten to for whatever reason. No, but not nothing that I'm holding on. I don't think. Nah, nothing that comes to mind. Not for like a specific reason, mm -hmm. like Valentine's Day. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. next holiday. Yeah. Bring this out during Valentine's Day. All right, yeah. I guess that's all. Do you have any more shoe questions, Doug? I'm good. I'm tapped out. I uh, know I'm good with the shoe questions. Uh, we are live on YouTube right now, so if you have any shoe questions for David, if you've got any Hornets questions for David or the rest of the cast here, make sure to chat with us on YouTube. I'm ready to talk about these trade rumors. We're doing it Hive Live, baby. Fun Fridays brought back the Hive Live, and then we're going to live the Hive Life in the third segment, and I nailed it. Finally distinguished the difference between those two. We are going to talk about some trade rumors because we got something pretty interesting from Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report. I believe this was released yesterday via some legitimate trade rumors, not like proposed trades or somebody messing with the trade machine. Not not any not any trade rumors that are on like ChristianMonitor.com or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. 
right. This is legit. Jake Fisher has entered the game as a legit reporter, and this is what he writes in his most recent write-up. Quote, the Hornets are facing a similar roster crunch this summer, and it mm -hmm. appears P.J. Washington is a trade possibility for Charlotte. Not really a shocker, but he continues to write. The Hornets, whose books are quickly approaching the tax, have some cap maneuvering ahead of them with Miles Bridges and Cody Martin's expiring contracts. Doug, I don't think we've necessarily talked a ton about the fact that P.J. Washington's contract is, you know, they're about to have to pay him on top of the fact that Miles Bridges, they decided not to extend him and he's going to make a lot more money. You do have Cody Martin. You do have Jalen McDaniels. Like we've mentioned it, but I, I guess we've mentioned it in the fact that the P.J. might be a guy you want to trade instead of James Booknight or somebody because of it. I didn't actually think of the idea that they might be shopping, right? Like they actually might be making calls themselves trying to figure out, hey, can we trade P.J. Washington because we're not going to pay him. We don't want to lose him for nothing. And so we want to go ahead and just get out in front of this. I don't think that's a specific angle that we've addressed so far during all the trade rumors we've discussed this season. Yeah, no surprise they're shopping P.J. Washington, but uh, because I think he is the, the the valuable and obvious piece that, that, that they would use as bait to try to pull in uh, something there. But I, I think it... I wonder if it signals their thinking about the future of Miles Bridges. They've they've got they've got if they want to keep him, they're going to have to pay him probably mm -hmm. a significant amount of money. What do you think, David? Yeah, they're going to have to. I think the one leg up they have in that conversation, of course, is Lamelo Ball. But um, you know, mm -hmm. that's he, I mean, Miles has, has done his work this season, so he, he's going to have some suitors out there. Uh, the PJ Miles thing. It's always been interesting, right, guys? I mean, until it's it's odd that PJ has kind of gotten back into two, not gotten back into the conversation, but made it a conversation again, but not with like his scoring, like you guys have talked about all week. It's been right. his defense in key situations. It's been his ability to be the guy that they haven't had forever. They could get stops on Giannis and, and Joel Embiid. Like no one thought that was going to come about. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see how this plays out if they don't do a trade. Uh, because that decision has been looming for quite some time and you could see it coming. Um, so it makes sense that they're kind of trying to get ahead of it if they can. I just, I mean, you guys, we've been waiting for Mitch to make an in-season trade since he got here and it hasn't happened yet. And now who knows? Well, along with the, that same rumor, if you scroll to uh, Jake Fisher's thoughts on the Indiana Pacers situation, it seems like the Miles Turner market involves two or multiple first round picks, which is what we were talking about yesterday, this kind of Bobby Marks proposal. Yes, you would take that deal because it involves no future first round picks. But what we said is that Indiana is obviously going to demand future first round picks for Miles Turner. And that seems to be uh, the, the Hornets seem to be a franchise that is at least a little bit hesitant to trade future assets for current assets as opposed to you know, other draft picks. Well, and that that's yep. kind of, has there been a shift in the mindset based on how legitimate this team is when it comes to postseason play? Because that clearly wasn't the case last, uh, last year, and we kind of talked about that. And so <clears throat> the idea is James Booknight, first round pick that's protected, and Mason Plumley. But does that get it done? And are we just to a point now where Indiana is going to continue to ask for too much? Charlotte doesn't want to, even if they're willing to take that next step, you certainly aren't going to give all of your future assets away to go get Miles Turner because that wouldn't make sense. Like even me, who's a fan of exercising that idea, I, I don't want to get rid of everything, of course. And so at, at this point, 
are we more towards the side of maybe this just <laughs> is going to be all talk and we never really advance in these discussions because that's what it seems like. If Indiana is asking for that much, you know, they're going to be asking for more when it comes to Sabonis, or maybe we get to the trade deadline. Indiana's like, dude, we've been talking about trade miles Turner forever. Let's just, <laughs> let's just wash our hands of this right now, especially after Turner's comments. It's, I, I mean, it's going to be fascinating to see, especially with some of the other teams in the mix for miles Turner. Yeah. And I mean, has PJ, you know, put himself, solidified himself in, uh, at least on the extremity of this core, right? Like, has he done enough with this play early on to say, to make them think twice about it? Uh, does he, so they have a team a option question. for next year. Is that right? Yeah, they do. So okay. I, I, I'm pretty, yeah. So they will have control, right? Like, it's not like they absolutely have right. to get rid of PJ Washington by any means, you know, PJ so kick the can down the road a little bit if they really so want to. You, you can, you can procrastinate a little bit if you want to. And so they do have a team option. He's going to be making $5.8 million next year. And it'll, like, you're going to have the same thing with a Miles Bridges though. We're going to go through the same process. Do you extend them? how much money is miles going to get uh, going to get and that's going to affect the pj conversation a lot too like that th that that's the interesting part so now right now what's happening with the hornets is the fact that they've done pretty damn well in the draft even with second rounders now you're starting to get to the point where you're going to have to pay dudes like it didn't matter when miles was on a rookie contract it didn't matter when pj is and they still are but now that the time is up to pay him Lamelo right on the heels of one pj essentially like now this is going to be the time where the hornets are going to have to make concrete decisions on what route they want to take what pillars they want to deem pillars going forward yeah and yeah. once you and once you pay those players uh, you better be damn sure that they are star players because once you pay them, they become <laughs> that much more difficult to move. Uh, so we have a little bit of like the the old the the kind of car dealership analogy. Right now, you know he PJ is hot, 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 and but once you once you pay that player, um, it, it becomes a lot more difficult. So I I, I do want to before we go to our next segment, I do want to show this comment here on the YouTube uh, chat. From Christian, we're worldwide, folks. Love your show. Been thirsting for more Hornets content. Regards from Norway. Excellent. Yes. I don't know. I have no idea what time it is in Norway. Uh, but thank <laughs> you, Christian, for joining us live. I did. Um, I did look up what Hornets is in Norwegian. If you're curious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course I am. It's yitems. Yeah, I don't. I might be saying that terribly, mm, but yitems. There's no I'm, chance that's correct. There's zero. Yeah. <laughs> there's a zero percent. I listened. Chance. Hold on, let me play it again on the. I played on my iPad here. Yeah. So, so you looked this up. That's what yitems. Yitems. That's how you say Hornet. Go yitems. All right. Thank you. And awesome to hear that there are people listening just beyond the United States. Thank you. Shouts to Norway for listening. We'll take a quick break and talk a little bit more about the trade conversation as well as their game tonight against the Orlando Magic. But Doug, I know you're itching to tell the people about our sponsors. Well, I'm itching to talk about Bet Online because right now they want to wish you a happy new betting year as uh, we all continue our march to the NBA playoffs. We've got NFL playoffs coming up, all kinds of playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. And folks, Bet Online has been sponsoring this show and this network for a long time. They've been making this show happen, and, and we just love to support the people that support this show. New year, a new updated desktop and mobile website 
on Bet Online. Sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on, all one word, L O C K E D O N, to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all those amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and the easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And right, I, we are live, and I have to find the bump, and I found it, and it goes like this. This is Locked on Hornets. And would, would, would I have liked to see? See a few more shards. Shards? No, we're not. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. We've got people listening from Norway. We've got people listening from Hong Kong. Shout out Whoa. to everybody listening out there. That's awesome to see that everybody's kind of listening in a bunch of different places. And we've got some questions to get to, Doug. I don't know if you want to continue to talk about some of these trade rumors, but we do have a question from Calcher, who is in Hong Kong. He writes in, what are your thoughts on the Hayward for Turner rumor? And I believe that was also Ooh. in this write-up, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I just had the excerpt. But I, I, I saw it was reported that Indiana, in any trade for Miles Turner, they want Gordon Hayward. So that's interesting, right? Because we've talked yeah. about this, making a lot of money. He's on the back end of his deal now. Or if I'm not actually, he's going to be making three more, uh, $30 million for three more years. And so, like, do you just want to get out ahead and get rid of that contract? Because you have to imagine he's not going to bring, if you don't think he's bringing you $30 million a year value now, then you certainly can't expect that the season after and the season after that, especially with the guy's shoddy injury history, even though it's held up this year. You're kind of waking, waiting for it to break, though. And so, like, that's just changing a big-time core piece of your team a little more so than if you sent P.J. out. And you guys know, I love P.J. Washington. But even then, that's a pretty big shift in skill sets that you're getting rid of if you trade Gordon Hayward for Miles Turner. Yeah, that one's interesting. I almost wonder if they come back with, okay, but it's got to be Sabonis in the deal instead of Turner. I don't know. I mean, it depends on where they want to go with the deal. But you look at those two – you know, Turner's on the books for this year. Next year, Sabonis goes through 23-24. Uh, you're locking yourself into a little more there. But, I mean, the Hayward thing, honestly, I mean, I, I've been as big a fan of, of Hayward as anyone, but that's almost a get-out-of-jail-free card on that contract. I mean, as good as he's been and as solid as he's been, it is, it's just a lot of money. And with yeah. he and Terry Rozier – you're, you're you're locked in on those two guys kind of moving forward in the short term here. So any deal you make to bring in more money is really going to solidify whatever else you have because those two guys are holding down those two corners. I don't know. It's interesting to think about. I'm surprised that Indy would demand that. I, I don't know where you go if you're Indy <laughs> demanding three more years of $30 million for Gordon Hayward, right? Are you just saying, hey, come on home? It seems odd, right? Because it doesn't seem to jive with with what they're what doing, with what we thought Indiana was trying to do. Although Indiana has been confusing in terms of their whole building right. strategy in general, so it's not it's not beyond reason that they have no idea what they're doing. But I mean, you're but not going to, young, <laughs> right? You're not going young and cheap. 
No. Uh, so, you know, the Gordon Hayward situation, I don't think it's unfair to say that Gordon Hayward has not lived up to the contract, but he is a talented player capable of giving you what he gave you against Philadelphia. And and if you'd like to see some more of that in the playoffs, I think that will be available to the Hornets. Uh, I think if you if you do deal Gordon Hayward, you better be pretty sure that Miles Turner yeah. is an anchor so, piece, and yeah. I think you have to be pretty sure that you can either secure Miles Bridges in the offseason or or that you have some other available target to you in free agency or trade uh, in the offseason that you think. Because if you lose Gordon Hayward and then you lose uh, Miles Bridges and maybe even two years from now you're unable to sign P.J. Washington, suddenly the Charlotte Hornets are left with a little bit of a talent drought. Well, yeah, and you mentioned you were saying it. it's a lot left to Miles, and I thought you were going to go with Bridges. Can he be the guy that he was down the stretch last season when Gordon Hayward went out? But the three-point shot hasn't been there for Miles nearly as much this mm-hmm. year, and I think that's the thing you have to be a little worried about, especially with – you know, especially with him being a good player in the half court still, and that's what you've talked about a lot, Doug. Gordon Hayward helping you a lot in the postseason when you need a bucket, and he's also just a really good decision maker. But David is also right. Like the the contract, thirty million dollars after this season for the next two years. If you get Miles Turner, and then you make that bet that Miles stays, and he can just be that guy, then you know <laughs> you certainly have to entertain it if you're the Charlotte Hornets and. I, if you were to make me, you know, get make a decision, uh, yeah, I, I know. I, I think <laughs> I do it. I, I, I think I, I think the I money, would do it. Right, and that's, the money. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I would do it, but that's tough. And there's going to have to be like, you know, what other pieces are being exchanged um, because because the money has to match. And so maybe we'd get like Jeremy Lamb back. I'm not sure. What yeah, something back. because you're going to have to have JB involved too, and I know they do. But that's really playing with kind of how this team is structured. I mean, every all the pieces are fitting together pretty nicely right now, except for that gaping hole in the middle, and that's kind of their, what they're playing around with. But you take Hayward out of there, and I, I don't know. It just it, it takes something away from this yeah, offensive punch tough. that they've been able to put on the floor consistently with the depth, right? Um, and they brought him here to be that veteran, to be the guy to kind of get him through this rough patch. They've gotten it through probably a little faster than they thought they would, thanks to Lamelo. But uh, th- that that would take a lot more thinking about. I mean, that's a I'll call you back. That's that's nothing they're they're agreeing to um, in the first telephone call. I don't think. Well, and the thing is, like, this is all about not wanting to be in a situation where Gordon Hayward's contract becomes a mammoth bad one. It, because right now, it, it's not crazy awful right like we're not talking about a Russell Westbrook contract we're not talking about a John Wall contract here you can well, say he's playing right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's playing he just hit 10 of his you know 10 for 10 field goals to start off Philadelphia even though he's certainly been inconsistent I'm not saying he's worth 30 million a year it's exactly why I want to trade him and get out from the last two years but like that that's the only reason you trade him because I do think He's still a pretty significant part of this team. And the reason you get rid of him, the sole reason you do that, is to maximize his value as much as possible in what is most likely going to descend as the next two years come about. So we'll see what happens with those trades with Gordon Hayward and Miles Turner, if that could possibly happen um, 
if if anybody could get traded for Miles Turner if he finally becomes a Charlotte Hornet. We appreciate everybody writing in. Perry writes in. He agrees. Guys like Miles, Terry, and Kelly can step up in his absence. Kelly Oubre, kind of interesting to think about here too. Like, are, is that somebody that they kind of want to lock up or have the option to lock up long term? And so we'll see exactly what happens with Kelly yeah. Oubre. The, Go ahead. And the thing with Kelly, I was going to mention him. It feels like he's in the perfect spot. I mean, right now, I, I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I think if you're pushing him towards being the Gordon Hayward replacement, like in the starting lineup per se, or asking him to do the Gordon Hayward type things outside of scoring. No, I don't know. Absolutely. Uh, on a consistent basis, I'm not sure you get the same the same output. Well, look, and, and Kelly, like Gordon can be a ball mover. Kelly's not. He's never been. He I, I I don't trust Kelly making the right pass all the time. I do for the most part with Gordon. Like Kelly Kelly's never gonna average like more than you know, two and a half assists, I believe, would be his career high, if I'm not mistaken. Like that, he's just not that kind of guy. So absolutely not. Kelly needs to come in off of the bench, hit 37% from three, continue to hit 46% from the field, 45, and be a six man of the year that gets buckets. So that that's what Kelly needs to do. It's Miles that has to kind of do more of the Gordon Hayward yep. stuff if Gordon goes to Indiana. All right, we've got one more segment to go. We've got Hive Life. I got it right. We're doing a Hive Life show. We've got Hive Life coming up in the next segment, but there's somebody else we want to thank, uh, just like we did with Bet Online earlier, Doug. And that's Bill Barr. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in that plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Bold statement, but it's true. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolutions because it tastes so good. You're going to want to eat it, unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy. They taste like a chemical spill. It's gross. But not Built Bar. You want to eat healthy. It just gets so boring. By like week three, you might be thinking, "Uh, this is just not worth it. Like, give me some chocolate. Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which is usually around like 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs. So you're getting all of the taste and all of the healthy treat. So many flavors to choose from coconut almond peanut butter brownie raspberry cookies and cream salted caramel 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 i don't know where we are on that mint brownie it's caramel let me let me interject it's caramel okay caramel is the right way to say david caramel caramel it's caramel (laughs) (laughs) it's carmelo it's salted caramello uh salted 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 lamello again (laughs) did you get (laughs) and i was salted that was not sharted that was salted Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors, so check out Built.com to see what's new. Here's the deal. Go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. This is Locked on Hornets. And, and listen, as long as you play James Booknight, a win will always be inside. Thanks for making Lockdown Hornets your first listen every day. Right? We are free and available. They'll, he'll, on, they'll show some fight. All your, on all your platforms. Now make your second listen. Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. So we've got Norway, we've got Hong Kong, and we've got Malaysia 
that oh man, as different gosh. countries listening to this podcast, you know, put in couple- the chat. Hey, if you're from another country, put in the chat what if you if you know the word for hornets in the the language that is native to that country, put it in the chat. We want to know. <laughs> it was Yaitums was Norwegian. Yaitums locked on Yaitums. Is that what we're Yait- going with? Locked on Yaitums. Okay, uh-huh. that's fine. We can na- rename the podcast that way. At this point, though. Like, I hope that everybody is being truthful and not just putting in different countries now, but even yeah. it would boost our confidence. So I appreciate that. Um, it's been a fun license play game. <clears throat> Excuse me to see what kind of countries. are. How you feeling? You doing OK? You doing OK? Oh, man, there struggling, walking? struggling, <laughs> struggling. I'm sick. Tested negative for COVID through, because that's what you need it. to throw out there anytime that you're struggling. For sure. But I am right now. And that's why Doug's been doing the reads. Maybe I just continue to have you do the reads, though, because it makes me want to Bilt Bar even more so. It makes me want to visit Bet Online even more so than when I read them. Do we have the bump ready for Hive Life? Do we, can we do that while we do a Hive Live, or do we just need to go right into it? Oh, of course you do. All right, We're living I, it, baby. <laughs> living it. Um, Doug, since you wanted to do Hive Life because it is a staple of Fun Fridays, what do you have for me? Something that gave you Hive Life this week? I mean, I'm going to take the obvious one since I get the, fir- I get the number one pick. I'm going to go with LaMelo Ball, the runner, going to his left, but coming back with his right. He can finish with both hands. He can finish in the first quarter. He can finish in the second quarter. He can finish in the third quarter. And now we know for certain that he can finish when it's most important in the fourth quarter, winning time, LaMelo ball. He doesn't pass it. He gets a pass to him, and he scores, and the Hornets win. That's what's giving me hive life heading into the weekend. All right, excellent. Very good. David, what gives you hive life? Oh, well, it was a big part of the street, guys, and you guys talked about it a little this week, but it's been this uh, renewed energy, you know, in key situations. But throughout these three games from the Hornets, we've seen they've been quicker to the ball in most cases. They've been the aggressor in all of these games, especially in Philadelphia, when they really, it was clear they knew about the streak. Uh, and they wanted to 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 exorcise those demons, but it's the way they've fought. It's the way they've battled for every loose ball. It's the way they've, you know, put their stamp on the game from from the get go. And you can see that now that they've come together. That's that's really encouraging moving forward. I was wrong about that, by the way. I don't admit I'm I was wrong too. very. I don't I don't admit I'm wrong very often uh, on this show, but I do have to admit that I was uh, wrong about that that I thought the Hornets were really concerned about the streak. They were just taking it. I, I went into the whole coach speak thing of like, they were just taking it one game at a time. Well, and because like so many of the Hornets haven't you know, been around JB, since the though. very beginning of the streak, but they obviously cared about it. I mean, they came out vicious. Whatever you need, right, to make it happen. I mean, that was a big game uh, for them to get, to just keep things going. So maybe JB brought it up. I don't know. I haven't seen any guys talk about that, but uh, yeah, whatever you need to get it done. Because I had no idea. I know you guys had talked about the streak, and then I think Eric Collins mentioned it on the broadcast. That was the first time it came to mind. Yeah, I mean, Eric, I think Eric mentioned it a couple of times. Um, but he knew yeah, about it. He knew that, about it for sure. Th- th- that's what gave me Hive Live. I mean, guys, I, I did, I did the extra point. I'm the one that was trying to figure out why in the world we had this curse, and it came after Nick Batum guaranteed the that victory. And we had some off, like we had some really cool moments ruined because Philadelphia would come in and just destroy the Kimball Walker 60-point performance with Jimmy Butler. He went crazy, ice cold, uh, and, and decided to destroy the Hornets in that game. We always have really close ones. JB said it after the game. They've battled for so long, and they couldn't win any of those really close ones, so they finally got that done. 
even with two wins against Milwaukee to get the win against Philadelphia, it means more. And honestly, it's significantly more to me because we just couldn't beat the 76ers. And so that's what gave me Hive Life this week. Uh, Doug, did you want to go to the YouTube comments and read some of the things that we deal with putting out that Lockdown Hornets episode three now that we do every single day? I do. I do want to get to some of the comments because I think they're some of them are funny. Some of them are complimentary to me. I found one that said that I'm a funny man. Thank you, Jerb. Two K twelve. Did he mean? Yeah, that I said I'm a, a funny man. Yeah, okay. of course. Is that a burn? That's yeah, a compliment. <laughs> um, but but before I do that, I want to give one more thing that's giving me hive life, and it's uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, the Toronto Raptors mascot. So in Toronto right now in Canada, right. they're not allowing anyone into the arenas because of the health and safety protocols that they have currently uh, in Canada. And so the Toronto Raptors mascot, which I I think is we, we didn't we determine is he's just named Raptor. He's it, not. That's it. That's it. Really? He's just Raptor. No name. Yeah, at, I think at we got a. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. We got to work on that. He can't just hmm. be Raptor. Get Drake I mean, gotta... in the meeting. Let's figure something out. He's, I'm sure he's <laughs> right. got some names. Yeah, it's got to be some branding going on there. But I love the mascot trying to distract Devin Booker in an empty arena. Um, and Devin Booker getting upset about it, but I love it. I thank you, Raptor, for giving him a little bit of a challenge. You give him a little, you give Devin Booker just a little bit of a challenge, and he crumbles. Uh, he just completely falls apart. I thought you were way too not, hard because you he's not Devin hard, Booker. Everyone, everyone, say it with me. He's Devin Snooker. No, you, you just give him. And, you know, oh, 50 points in a loss, that's fine with Devin Booker. Shooting free throws with no challenge at all, that's fine with Devin Booker. No, but, you know, throw a little bit of heat his way, and he crumbles. I thought he handled it well after after the fact. He said they made up, they were homies now. I mean, I thought you were a little hard on D-Book on that one. It was, it was funny after no, the fact. No, no, but that's not – see, that's not truthful. What's truthful is what <laughs> happened in the moment. What <laughs> Then his PR team got with him is like, dude, you can't – be mad at the Raptor. You can't. You can't feud with the Raptor. Only, uh, only. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the the guy that played for the Chicago Bulls for a long time, Lopez. Robin only Lopez. Lopez. Robin. Only he is allowed. He's got that corner. Right. He's got. Well, which that which is worse to you, Doug? The John Morant staring down the the, the ten year old yeah, in the front row, that was, or uh, D Booker? You know, getting mad at the at the Raptor. Did you see well, this? Yeah, well, listen, ten-year-olds are punks, so that's fine. Like, yeah, I, to- I totally, I'm with John Morant there. Can that be uh, the title of this show? Ten-year-olds are punks. <laughs> Just put I that mean, in the graphic. No one's arguing. Right? Exclamation point. Maybe you, put a, you, a few you're, there. You're close to having a couple of those, David. Oh but they, but they, but they turned that into an excellent they marketing did. scheme too. Awesome because, marketing. So for those who didn't see, what happened was they actually turned that into kids could bring in a jersey of a different player or a different team and exchange it. For, I think it was a John ja Moran or maybe just any Grizzly yeah. jersey. Ja or or uh, Jackson, JJJ, Jr. I think. Yeah. 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 So that was a really cool and two tickets, game. which I was yeah. like, really two tickets. Yeah, nice. they they flipped that on its head. That That's was good. that was That's excellent. That's good PR. All right, YouTube I'm still comments. You got some? Yeah, I'm still looking for these. For I'm still trying to get to these comments. Sorry, I well, got like look. I got like nine tabs open. Well, I'll I'm tell sure you something you else. Giving me hive life for the weekend. All right, guys. thank you, Charlotte. Snowmageddon is coming. <laughs> I mean, we are batting down the hatches every year. And I do actually to answer your earlier question. I've got a pair of shoes that I've been waiting to bust out because they're Gore-Tex. So I've been saving them for uh, the one snow we have a year. We'll see if we get to wear them I this mean, weekend. I was about to say it's, but you say a year. It hasn't even happened in like three years, right? Where we've gotten legit snow. Legit and are snow. We, are we going to get legit snow this go around? Is that going to happen? Izzy? I don't know. I hope. I, I hope think you got, so. yeah, for sure. I, I think, think Charlotte. So. I think Charlotte's going to get walloped 
I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't done my doomsday prepping yet. Um, have we done the YouTube comment prepping yet? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I finally got it. All right, all right. All right so I'm going to read a couple here. I'm going to turn my mic around. Uh, this one by Ike Bomas. Uh, the Warriors proved years ago that you don't need to uh, true big to be a championship team. Firmly works just fine, y'all. The team chemistry is an all-time high. The only move I'd want is to somehow get Malik Monk back oh, from the Lakers. Oh, hot take. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're damn right. Okay, uh, but let's talk about the finer point here, which is that the Warriors proved it. Yes, the Warriors did prove it, mm -hmm. uh, but to be fair, they also had two of the best shooters of all time. He's not wrong, Doug. Maybe the best scorer in NBA history. Yeah. Uh, and two of the best shooters of all time. They, they so. proved that with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson that you can win a championship. I don't see the point being wrong here. I agree. Nice job. All right, right, nice uh, comment. Illuminati G Beats says that Miami summer workout paying oh, off. Man. All right, Google's giving me three options to reply here. You already know. You got that right. Or sure is. Which one should I go with? The first not one. sure is. The first one. Yeah, you already know. You already know. You already know. Reply. Reply. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Uh, Trevor says he's glad he found the page. Thumbs We're up. glad you found it too. Thanks, Thumbs Trevor. Up. We appreciate it, man. Uh, nice data point, Doug, by Ken. Yeah, thank you. Um, I love data points. Uh, there it is, Jerb 2K12. Doug is a funny man. There you are. Congrats, Doug. Um, oh, yeah. Tyler says this podcast was stangin'. Oh, stangin'. Someone wanted, hey, this is a good, this might be a good thing to end on. Like, who was most stangin' this week? Somebody, uh, a, a friend of the show wanted us to talk about who was most stangin' this week. Who got week. the most stang this week? Who had I mean, that most stangalicious week? I mean, tough to <laughs> tough to go away from PJ, you know. Didn't it show is. up in the box score. It was a favorite. Didn't show up in the box score. You know, and I that's like that you're embracing that, Doug, because you are. You are embracing the non-box score PJ Washington. I never thought I'd see the day. But he does stuff that does also show up in the box score. That's the thing. We all okay. we all know that PJ Washington is capable of showing up in the box score. It's just he is unselfishly deciding not to show up to the box score in order to do what's necessary for the Hornets to win basketball games. They're playing the Orlando Magic tonight. I have no doubt that PJ Washington's return to the box score is imminent because he doesn't Perfect. have to deal with, you know, a Giannis or, you know, a, an Embiid. So uh, PJ's coming back to the box score. That's why I embrace it, because I know he's capable. 10-game losing streak, I believe, for Orlando. I don't even know if Mo Bamba or Wendell Carter is going to play tonight. It would be such an awful loss, such a letdown yeah. after the Hornets were able to do what they did this past week in the last 10 games to lose to a team with only seven wins. Hopefully they're able to take care of business, and we'll break it down on Monday. Thanks for making Locked On Hornets your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Thanks for da uh, thanks to David for joining us on Fun Friday. Thanks to you guys for listening, and thanks hey, for living hey. the hive life with us. Go ahead, Doug. Thanks, thanks to Coucher for letting us know uh, that in Malaysia, it is Mi Feng. That's Hornets. Okay. We've got Ghost from Korea saying it's Matt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to murder this. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, from, I'm from North Carolina, and now I've been living Gastonia, in Tennessee too long. Gastonia, Gas House. Mal, <laughs> yeah, Gastonia, North Carolina. This is, that's, that's the pronunciation that's coming up here. Pride of Gastonia. Uh, Mal Baol from Korea. We have some people listening from Australia. Jan is listening from Australia. 
Uh, thanks to all the international listeners. Thanks to all the listeners in North Carolina and Tennessee. Hey, there's and Jam Will. I'm sorry, Jam Will. Jam Will is is <laughs> he's in the he's in the 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 chats. What's up, man? He says uh, he says y'all pick some some soft chat comments to talk. Jam Will is a frequent contributor to the comments. Shout out to Jam soft Will, man. Chat. I appreciate it. Go for the Jam, dude, I honestly I love I love Jay Will, man. I don't know if he lets me call him that, but but he he likes to he likes to stir it up in there. So I appreciate him coming in the live chat. So appreciate everybody listening. Jam Will, shout out to you. We'll be back on Monday with the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Bye.